3: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on Vsin, the sports betting network.
4: Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. our buddy Josh Towers. Former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champion with the New York Yankees, will join us on set for the last 30 minutes of the show. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Amal, two games underway. Short Major League Baseball schedule, but two doubleheaders today. The first one in Houston between the top two teams in the American League, the Yankees and the Astros. Jordan Montgomery for the Yanks today. Christian Javier for the Astros. The last time he pitched against the Yankees, seven no-hit innings in the Bronx. Astros played small ball in the first Amal. But two bun singles to start off the game, and then an RBI single by Bregman. They did lead 1-0 uh, going to the bottom of the third. I don't know if they've scored again here. And then a good pitching matchup uh, in South Florida. John Gray, one of your guys, going up against Pablo Lopez. Rangers, Marlins, no score, top of the third.
5: Yeah, uh, right now 2 nothing actually. Astros and a runner on second here in the bottom of the second. I'll tell you what, look, I still firmly believe Houston's the best team in the American League. You know, a lot of people like the Yankees. I just don't think the Yankees are as complete of a team. And I believe Houston will wind up with the best record in the American League simply because they play in such an anemic division. Whereas you look at the American League East, there's no nights off.
4: Well, and, and to your point, the Orioles are a 500 team now. Yeah, basically, exactly. Basically, right? Yeah. And these other three, if, if you discount the Orioles, and they really still have a playoff shot. But every game they play in division, the Yankees would play against teams that are life and death to make a wild card. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So, and, 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 and for Houston, you know, Seattle is the only team that's probably going to be in the playoffs. It, you have Texas as an also ran. The Angels are a joke. I'll be interested to get Josh Tower's thoughts on Shohei. He goes up against a real lineup again tomorrow night yeah. in Atlanta. And I guess now on his weekly rotation basis, he'll be Friday Night Lights, Otani for the rest of the year, right?
5: Well, first of all, that concept should have been, you should have done that sooner. It actually makes sense from a uh, ticket sales standpoint. Absolutely. Um, But then again... Friday
4: nights in the South, SEC, (laughs) I mean, that's the big night they sell, they sell all the tickets.
5: The, uh, you know, to me, it's just a little bit surprising that he's not pitching with greater frequency based on how effective he's been. If you're the Angels, you want him out there as often as you can to be able to win uh, games. But... We'll see what happens. Interesting matchup with the Braves.
4: Okay, a little tennis talk before we yeah. get to continuing week one college football lines. Uh, Ramos Vinolas wins in straight sets over Stricker. Alcaraz is up a break, up a set. I need Alcaraz to finish that off to hit a four team Ramal. It pays uh, plus 250. Two earlier winners, Yari being one of them today. At only, it, I only laid 160 in that match. Uh, that was but, a
5: tight match. He won the first set by two points. I mean, nobody had an opportunity to even. I mean, he. Yari faced one break point. That was it.
4: Yeah, if uh, Alcaraz finishes off the second set, eight sets, eight winning sets for me, I didn't have to, to go to a third. I did play the kid in, The kid at plus 130, Weimer. Yeah. Uh, he didn't. He, he forced a third set but lost in the third yeah, set. Yeah, third set, he fell apart there. I uh, got beat by uh, Pedro Martinez. And that was a straight bet for me early. Well, I made it before I went to bed because it was starting at 130. All right, Palermo and the women. Uh, Elisabetta Conchoretto against Caroline Garcia. I have a straight play on Garcia. I laid one fifty here amal. I believe you like that side as well.
5: I, I do. I uh she beat her last year here in Rome. I I think it was a tight first set, I think like seven five or seven six and then six two in the second. But uh, Garcia's playing really well, won twelve out
4: of their last fourteen matches. And then scheduled for twelve thirty Pacific time, and you know how this gets pushed yeah. back in these in tournaments. Elena uh against Lucia Bronzetti, Bronzetti, two two sixty favorite. I, I didn't touch this one
5: uh, no opinion here one way or the other, but I think it's a little bit high on Brunzetti in terms of price. All
4: right, let's continue with our week one college football lines. Uh, We're also going to do that. Guess the props in the NFL again, like we did yesterday in the second segment before Josh comes on. And then we'll get into, uh, we'll get into the baseball card today. And then his second half thoughts about teams, who's buyers, who's sellers and who he would acquire if he was a GM. Okay. Big 10 starts off. Penn state had a start in camp. Randall last year. Yeah. Remember, they won that game where Graham Mertz turned the ball over three times inside the 10. They get to start in West Lafayette this year at Purdue. The Nittany Lions, a three-and-a-half-point uh, road favorite. This was three, so some Penn State money came in with a total of 54-and-a-half. Three-and-a-half wilder, right, all. And where do you think the line closes? I think the line closes four. I think this number
5: is right. Um, this is about uh, actually right where it should be between both these teams. Purdue's a little bit tougher in West Lafayette, but look, <laughs> I mean, I would hate to be a fan of some of these types of teams. You, you're just kind of toiling in anonymity here. I mean, well, what's Purdue going to do? And we got to go back to the Joe Tiller and uh, Drew Brees days to Basket have any ball kind Basketball of on grass. Basketball. Well, what's the point of getting excited about basketball? You win the Big Ten Championship, and then you get bounced
4: in the second or third round against the St. Peters? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for, for Joe Tiller because Joe Tiller and Drew Brees combined to be, at the time, I think it was 2001, the biggest sports bet I ever made— uh, Marcus Sopo in Washington. Washington in the Rose Bowl, Rick's in the Rose team, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, they won the game, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Rick and I were talking yeah. about that recently. One and covered, okay, yeah. one and covered. That's, the <laughs> That's important a, We talked
5: about that off-air. That <laughs> yeah. Was,
4: yeah, they covered that one, yes. Um, TCU, mm-hmm. uh, under new management, goes to Boulder. <laughs> goes to Boulder to take on the Buffs. Uh, oh, man. This line surprises me just a little, all, The Horned Frogs, lane 8. With a total of 54 and a half, I think it's a tad high, but you tell me.
5: I, I think it's a little bit high, but look, Sonny Dyke's offense should be very effective for this team. Uh, you've got uh, Max Dugan back. He's a senior. Got experience. I think Dugan's better than other people think he is. A uh, little bit of concern now on the defensive side of the football in terms of what they're going to do. My, my buddy, unfortunately, didn't get retained. It was the D.C. there. He's gone, so we'll see how they do. But I think Colorado, uh, when you look at this team, boy... They are not the Buffaloes of what Mike Pritchard used to. It's really just, it's been unfortunate how this program has really taken a slide. I don't see them really making much of a run. Remember, they got off to a decent start a couple of years ago. And since that point in time, this program has just gone absolutely backwards, Mike. I mean, four and eight last year, three and six in conference play. Very anemic offense. That's the problem. Yeah, we'll we'll see in terms of who gets the start here. JT Shroud or uh, Brendan Lewis, um, not a big fan of this one. I think the number is a little bit wild. I I would probably have it at about six, six and a half. half, I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you you there. Do you
4: think it stays here? Do you think it ticks down towards seven when it closes?
5: No, look, I I
4: think I could be wrong completely on this one. I I think the number is going to stay over a touchdown. All right. Dave Dorn's team might well be the second best team in the ACC. Mm And North Carolina starts in Boone. And uh, NC State starts at East Carolina here. All the Carolinas staying together. Uh, The Wolfpack on the road to open a 10-point favorite, all with a total of 56. Yeah, you don't just
5: roll into Dowdy Ficklin
4: and go, out. I think they're going to roll this game, actually. I I
5: just think when you uh, look at this team right now, NC State with Devin Leary back, I think they're a really good football team. Uh, I can make the argument, and it's okay if you say Miami or anybody else. um, I wouldn't even necessarily say Miami, but I think NC State's probably on paper before the season starts the second-best team in the ACC. I, I think they should dominate this football game. If you want to be considered a team that can knock off Clemson, this is the kind of game where Clemson would go and be a 20-point favorite, uh-huh. and they would win by 35 to 40. And I think if you're NC State, you've got to send that type of message. I do believe this line goes up by the time we get to kickoff. Um, I think this number's a little bit wild. I, I think it should probably be about 12, 12 and a half.
4: Fighting a lion eye open, welcoming the Cowboys of Wyoming to Champaign Urbana. Illinois, a 10-point home favorite, all, and the total low, 46-and-a-half.
5: Yeah, well, we know the Cowboys, they generally are not a great offensive team. That's the one thing when you look at Craig Bowles' squad, they just can't score. That's always been a problem. I apologize. Give me the line one more time. 10. 46-and-a-half. Uh, you know, I didn't get involved in any Cowboys games except one under last year. Uh, question marks at quarterback, whether it's going to be Sween at uh, quarterback or uh, McLe- uh, McNeely. Um, I, I just think that Illinois is a team that should be far better than they are. They lose Epstein at the tailback position. I think it's a big blow for them. Uh, I'd lean towards an
4: in-game play here. I, I really don't know if this line is wild or right. wonder if this is a home-and-home and, home and they have to go to War Memorial next year in Laramie. That'd be interesting. Uh, gosh, I
5: can't imagine they would. I no. think this is, yeah, this is one where you pay. It just doesn't make sense for you. You're a Big Ten team to go
4: to Wyoming. Nebraska did it with with Wyoming. They played a home-and-home about I a decade a, ago and went to War Memorial. Maybe yeah. more regional game. Yeah, it's a little bit right? more regional. <laughs> I
5: think you, you because remember, when Nebraska, War. not only are you just in the state there, you've yeah. got fans <laughs> elsewhere there. Illinois, you're lucky you've got fans in Champaign.
4: <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt makes the short trek to Honolulu <laughs> to, to take on the Hawaii. Uh, Vandy, a six and a half point road favorite of them all with a total of 55. Is that Wilder right?
5: It's a little bit wild based on Vanderbilt, but, you know, I've seen a million teams come to the islands and struggle. But
4: a million Big Ten teams go out there as two touchdown favorites at the end of the year. And, and, and the funny thing happens on the way to the uh, bowl game. Are you referring to that game between Michigan State? Yes,
2: yes.
5: Where two consecutive holding penalties were yeah. called. I was just talking to somebody about that game recently. We were talking about the, uh, the Wisconsin-UNLB game here mm-hmm. in 2002. I was at that game. I remember I went down to the locker room after the game. You couldn't see a thing. It was pitch dark. And then we come to realize that Harris didn't want to pay out probably the 400K that they got smacked in the face <laughs> on by the Bucky Badger fans. Line went from two, two and a half to six. Yeah. Uh, I was 27-7 in that game. Michigan State, two consecutive plays. They score a 70- and 80-yard touchdown. Both it's called holding. back. Holding. Yeah, <laughs> holding. Yeah, right. We just needed Hawaii in the Jeep uh, Aloha Bowl there. In terms of this matchup, Timmy Chang takes over. I think there'll be certain renewed energy there. You know, you've got arguably the best player in program history now running the program. They've got a, a revitalization of the stadium uh, plan there. I don't think the, the door should be laying this kind of number on the road. I would look to take a Hawaii here. Uh, in terms of this number, I'm going to say it's – there's a part of me that wants to say it's wild because I don't think you should be laying this type of number if you're Vanderbilt on the road. But the, on the other end, the, the Warriors have been so bad at times that it doesn't surprise me, and I would say the number's a little bit short. But remember, as Clark Lay said, this is going to be a team that's winning a
4: national championship, so this might be the tune-up. If you like Hawaii here, do you wait and see if you can get seven, or do you think this is the best you're going to get?
5: No, I would wait because it doesn't hurt you as much if it comes down to six, but getting to seven is obviously a much greater benefit.
4: The v Summer Special Mall is here and will be gone soon. For only $19, you get everything v has to offer from now all the way to the end of this month. Sign up today and you'll get VCN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke, every single day on Major League Baseball. All of our NFL preseason coverage, including the great Michael Lombardi, premium articles on golf. Wes Reynolds has won every picked a, a straight up winner in every golf tournament as far as I can remember. UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and more. Go to VCN.com slash summer, only $19 through the end of the month. Okay, all When we come back, guess the props.
3: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Dw Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone, all, is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N dot C-O-M. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shah. Our buddy Josh Towers just passed by the studio. He'll be joining the set in 15 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the second half of the season. Who makes the playoffs? Who doesn't? Where are their betting opportunities? And there's still four or five games that haven't thrown the first pitch yet. See if he likes any action today. Okay, we did this with um, wide receivers and quarterbacks. Guess the order of props. In terms of passing yards, receiving touchdowns, this and that, it was fun yesterday. Yeah, and, uh, I think we got one right. But anyhow, <laughs> um, let's let's focus on the running backs today. And as always, I give you the honors. Thank you. You get to you get to put the three so in you order. First. To, what are you trying to say? You want me I, to make a fool of myself I, first? <laughs> I should have studied it to see where the advantage was. But okay, who has the highest rushing yards total? And you're going to rank these in order from most to least. These three: Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Taylor 1, Henry 2, Cook 3. Taylor 1, Henry 2, Cook 3. Interesting. Uh thought Henry could, might have been I one. I think you could argue yeah. this. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I tend to look at... But you can't say any of them have a good quarterback, so you can argue that he's going to get at least less attempts because there's a great quarterback who, play. Who
5: has the worst quarterback play? Well, I wouldn't want to live on the
4: difference. <laughs> I... Uh, It's hard for me to say because I don't know what Matt Ryan has left. That's exactly I I just don't know. If he has something left, I think that he probably is the best quarterback. I just don't trust Cousins in the red zone. Uh, Probably still the most physically talented. Okay, you go Taylor, Henry, Cook. I'm going to go Henry 1, Taylor 2, Cook 3. I'll I'll change your top two order. Let's reveal the results. And for those of you watching on the VSEN app, you can follow along here. Taylor 1. Henry two, Cook three, you got it right.
5: Yeah, I my reasoning for taking Jonathan Taylor is twofold. Number one, the type of uh, injury Derrick Henry's coming off of, I think it would be a little bit of a challenge here. 1,450 yards for What a drop Taylor. off to
4: Cook, 200 yeah. behind Henry.
5: Well, And then Derrick Henry, 1350, yeah. Cook 1150, but Cook will catch a lot of balls out of the backfield, right? He's a better receiver than these two out of the backfield, so I would expect him to be able to do that.
4: Neither of the other two are good receivers. No. In my not, opinion. Yeah, they're not particularly strong now. No. No, not at all. Okay, so now I go first on the next one. Highest rushing totals. Austin Eckler, AJ Dillon, DeAndre Swift. Oh, God. I, I, I screwed myself here. You uh, did. <laughs> Austin Eckler, AJ Dillon, DeAndre Swift. Uh Swift won't get that many. Uh, I'll go Eckler one, uh, Dylan two, Swift three, in the order they're written. Um, I'm going to go Dylan 1, Eckler 2, Swift 3. Okay, so you invert my top two like yeah. I did last time. Yeah. All right, let's reveal the results. We both have Swift third. Wow. Swift is first, of course. Now, these significantly lower than the first group, which was at 14, hey. 13, and 11. DeAndre Swift, and, and much tighter, obviously, yeah. the splits. DeAndre Swift, 850.5, and a half. Dylan, 810 and a half. Eckler, 800-and-a-half. I guess this Detroit offensive line on the improve here, and Dan Campbell likes to run the football here. Uh, uh, this is a tough one to guess. Any of these inspire a bet for you, either of the first or second group?
5: No, look, I think you have to see a huge edge somewhere before you take a look at him. I think Dylan, though, he had over 800 yards last year. I think he's the most intriguing one to me. Eckler catches the ball a ton out of the backfield. Health can be a concern with him at times. Um, but uh, I I like DeAndre Swift a lot. I just don't know. Don't you think Eckler gets the least carries of this group? Probably. Right? Yeah, I would think so. Well, you know, Swift might, because Detroit's trailing potentially in games that... No, I'm I'm serious. Well, Well, hopefully they're a little better, don't you think? Yeah, but still, they're a long way away. They got Jared Goff.
4: Their record... You know, there, there were games they gave away at the end. You know what I mean? They, they could have won two or three more games. Oh, if, absolutely. They man, if they managed them correctly to the end of the game. The Baltimore game is the one Baltimore really Baltimore probably stands. should have won the game. They tied in Pittsburgh. Yes, Had yes. more chances to win than yes, the Steelers I agree. did, actually. Yep. Uh, all right, here's the third and last one. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell, Javante Williams. Um,
5: I'm going to go with Zeke one, Uh. Williams, two, and then uh, Elijah Mitchell, three. All right,
4: I co-sign on that, but we're in agreement here. And the winner is Mitchell. Mitchell, one. One. I I think the backfield in San Francisco is too crowded. Yeah, I do, too. I mean. 950 and a half. Javante Williams, five yards behind him at 945 and a half. And then Zeke. Zeke only 875 and a half.
5: Well, I'll tell you why that's a terrible number on Zeke zeke's never had less than 983 yards in a season so you real bet over here yeah absolutely i mean think about this he's had two years in his career where he hadn't gotten to a thousand yards one was like 913 or 17 something like that and the other one was 983 he's led the league in rushing twice
4: mostly 16 game seasons
5: yeah absolutely this is 17, 17, 17. absolutely <laughs> and the other thing is zeke's in a big year he's got to have a good bounce back year. everyone wants to talk about tony pollard but I don't think Pollard can run between the tackles for you know twenty twenty
4: five carries a game. He's a changeup back. That's it's exactly what he is. For all these people crying for Pollard to be the starting back, he's a changeup back. I don't think you can put him. I don't even think you can rush him fifteen times a game. I I, I
5: talked to somebody who covers the Cowboys. They said,
4: yeah. listen, there's not a single
5: person on the Cowboy staff that thinks that Tony Pollard's a bell cow that's going to be able to carry the ball twenty five times a game. You know the one thing you forget with Zeke is the number of carries he gets over the course of a season, Mike, and some of the hits that he takes. Uh, I just don't think that Tony Pollard would be able to take. it's. You see, so many times a change of pace back can be uh, effective. Real quick on Zeke, 983 and 979 were his two shortest. So he's missed um, 1,000 yards every year in his career by 21 yards. Uh, he still averages, uh, career-wise, 4.5 yards per carry. Uh, I, I like Zeke over 875.
4: Okay, we're going to switch to head coaches. And, Britton, don't put up the graphic here, because Amal's not looking at the sheet. We're going to go with the five longest-tenured head coaches... With the same team, uh, and look at their season win totals and then odds to win their division conference and super bowls. But I want to see if you can get who are the five longest tenured head coaches. Bill Belichick, number one. Yes. John Harbaugh. He's third. Okay. Um two
5: thousand eight hired by the Ravens. The uh give me one second here. I, I I, I'm just trying to think of the teams. I know I'll be leaving off people very easily. Oh Mike Tomlin.
4: Tomlin is second hired yeah. in two thousand seven. Um, never had a losing season.
5: That's correct. He's he's done a tremendous job there. Uh <laughs> Interesting. Now, who's fourth? I mean, look, if I go through the teams, I'll be able to get it pretty quickly. Okay. But uh, We've got nothing but time. <laughs> I, I don't want to take up that much time. I do.
4: <laughs> Bozo DeCarroll is fourth, hired in 2010 I would not, in Seattle. I would not have gotten that one. I, I
5: forgot he's been there for that long. And who's the fifth one? Andy Reid, 2013 with the Chiefs. That's another one I would not have thought about. I didn't realize he's been in Kansas City that long.
4: All right, let's start with Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Win totals eight and a half. They're 5-1 to one to win the AFC East, 25-1 to one to go to the Super Bowl, 50-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Your thoughts on the Patriots season?
5: Yeah, I'll tell you what surprises me. They're picked third based on odds or tied with Miami to win that AFC East. I'm really surprised. I thought they would have been two. Um, I'm not as high on Mac Jones as everybody else is. You know, Everyone's like, oh, Mac Jones is great. He's great. He was a rookie. Let's see what he does now when people have an opportunity and an idea of what they want to do against him. Uh, I want to see how New England fares there. Um, I think the season win total is correct at eight and a half. I think this team's a nine and eight team, eight and nine type of team. Things break correctly, they're ten and seven. If things go awry, they're seven and ten.
4: Tomlin in a tough division, the AFC North. Steelers win total a flat seven. They're the long shot at ten to one to win that division. Remember, Cincinnati was twenty five to one last yes. year to win that? and we kept saying they're the only bet with value was Cincinnati. Absolutely, right? Yeah. I mean, we we talked about that at length. Uh, Steelers ten to one to win the division, fifty to one to win the AFC, ninety to one to win the Super Bowl.
5: Um, you know, Britain. for full disclosure, our producer is a Steelers fan, but he made a good point to me. He said, look, I don't think the Steelers are going to be as bad as everybody else thinks. Is. He's not delusional and thinks, that hey, they're going to go to the Super Bowl or anything like that. I think he does bring up a good point. When you look at this team defensively, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, who's been three times all pro. Forget Pro Bowls. I think he's been to five Pro Bowls in the last seven years or something like that. Minka Fitzpatrick, this is still a very solid defensive team. You've got Najee, who I think is going to have a tremendous year, Yeah, year or two there. The big question mark and concern is at the, at the quarterback position. If they're conservative, which I think they will be, I think this team
4: will be more competitive than people realize. Okay, we know that you've bet the Ravens at 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Tell me, do you take all of these other bets? Do you go over 9.5 wins? Do you I take do. them at plus 160 to win the division? That's a bad number now. Yeah, Because you could have gotten
5: uh, $2, dollars $2, $1, 190 195 uh, a couple other numbers in there. Look, I I still like them to win the division, but I think the one sixty's gotten a little too short. I, I still I mean, I wouldn't complain if you take it, but I, it's not as good of a number. Ten to one to win the
4: AFC or you already have your Super Bowl bet, so you I've got both. The... Oh you do, you got yeah. the AFC as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. How bad are the Seahawks gonna be? Their season win total is five and a half. That's the only one I think we really need to concern ourselves with. Do you go over under five and a half or pass? I would go under. I I would too. It's Drew Locke? I think they could compete with the Texans to be the worst team. Yeah, I think they'll be a little bit more competitive, but I, I the think should be. Can, the I'm saying, I think can both pick teams, up wins in that yeah, division. Yeah, true. Who are they going to pick up wins against in the in oh, and six in the AFC in the NFC West, especially with the Kyler Murray uh, yeah. new contract. All right, when we come back, Josh Towers joins us set.
0: This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Of course you do. Why would you be tuned into VEASAN? Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts, tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books right here in Las Vegas and all across this great land of ours. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm, the gentleman, and I use that phrase loosely on my left, Mr. Amal Shaw, and the gentleman, and I use it less loosely on my right, <laughs> Mr. Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball I don't pitcher, even know if that's a compliment. Toronto yeah. Blue Jays, New York Yankees, World Series champion, and your Yankees are in Houston for a doubleheader to open the second half, behind in game number one. Can the Astros sweep this today?
7: Yeah, I, again, you guys know how I feel. I think the Astros are the best team in baseball. I think they play the most consistent as well. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is back. Uh, I think the entire Yankee team was at the All-Star game. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I like it. I like. I mean, I like this game. Domingo
4: Herman gets the start, comeback start oh, for the for Yankees in Game Two.
7: He's we've we've missed him. We, he, remember we how have good he him him was against Luis Garcia. Listen, he, uh, he did bad things. So I don't, you know I don't know how you feel about that but as far as the baseball aspect he he was really good for this team and and that's a, that's a huge that's a, that's a trade deadline move right it's a huge addition for them
4: yeah for it, uh, i want to talk about it. you bring up trade deadline and we'll get to specific games okay. in the second segment with you but which pitchers do you think will be on the move and which teams do they land with i think on the top of everybody's wish list and i was listening to mad dog this morning he's so good talk about louis castillo because he said when you're going out to get a pitcher now you're not looking for guys that can win a game in august you're looking for guys that can throw a shutout in october and louis castillo is one of those guys will louis castillo get dealt by the reds and if so where does yeah. he land
7: um, i like that statement uh, you know not doesn't you know not as much in today's game right yeah. obviously but uh montas I don't know what they're asking. You know, Oakland's asking for he him. goes today
4: in the second game, uh, yeah. the doubleheader with the Tigers in Oakland. Just,
7: just a very good pitcher. because
4: uh, by the, the way, Oakland has lost ten of his last eleven starts. By right.
7: The way. Well, that's what I was yeah. saying back there. He's he, him himself is three and nine on yeah. the season, right? But he has a three plus ERA. It's really, really good. Um, and he's one eighty or one sixty or whatever he is today. It's it's just it's tough. Like, again, I, I respect these guys. And they're very good, but. You know, if we're not winning for you, they're not winning for you. And so for what we do, you know, we're, we're, that's what we're trying to find out. And so betting on Montas is not the play right now, even though he's really good. Luis Castillo reminds me, um, he's like a Sandy Alcantara. Like, there's a couple guys who's really, really good. And he always starts slow to start the year. And then once he gets that first month out of the way, he's this guy that we're seeing right now. The kid's amazing. So whoever gets him and... And it wouldn't surprise me if, like, if the Yankees already pulled a move. Like, that's a, that's a Yankee thing to do. But imagine, like, that, that team adds a guy like Castillo to the roster. And that's the other thing. Like, so back in 2009, um, when I got called up with the Yankees, and for many different reasons, I, I, like, I talked to, to Brian Cashman a couple times about different moves and why he was calling me up. And he didn't have to call me back up in September. And everybody was, was upset because I'd, I'd done so well that year. But I was like, listen, you don't, like, you don't have to go to the big leagues because you do well. It's not how this works. And we traded for uh, a player uh, the day before you can trade, trade for him so that he is eligible to make the playoff roster, right? And I, I, I'm trying to think of his name. I want to say it was Freddy Guzman. He, uh, he made every roster, including the World Series roster. And the only reason Brian Winton got him was to pinch run because every run was that important. And So like once they start winning like they are now, the Yankees, He's already he's he's years ahead of like what we need to win in any given situation, and he legitly was the pinch runner, and it was a vital part of the team, and that's how that's how that's how they look and how Brian looks at everything. So to go get a guy like that or somebody else, like they'll they'll get rid of anything to win this World Series. What kind of energy and
5: enthusiasm do a Montas or a, a Castillo bring when they come from you know these? just programs that are absolutely in disarray. Now you go to a contender. You get to pitch every yeah. fifth day with lineups behind you that you know are going to be consistent. You know, when you're Frankie Montas, your mindset is you're going out you got to throw a shutout. And then even you might not win the game because your team may not score. I mean, when, I know yes. it's Scotty Piscotty. I know it's Steven Piscotty. But when yeah. he's your highest-paid player, I mean, how, how are you even
7: threatening to score a run? It's, yeah, it's tough. And there's that energy level, right? There's that that depletion you go out there to do your best and give your best every single day um but your environment your co-workers etc like that that ups and and lowers the uh, unfortunately the the output i I would say and so when you when you get traded you know somebody wants you immediately and then you're going to a contender and uh, it changes everything again like with the new york yankees when i got there a cashman again said you know what do you think about being here. And I said, can I be honest? He said, yeah. And I said, F the Yankees. I said, That's how it's always been. Like we've always looked at them as, as that, that was it. I, I didn't, and, and, and all of us need discipline. We all need rules. We all need to, we, we don't want it, but we have to, right. And when you go to the Yankees, you have, you instantly, you have this respect for the organization. When you're out there shagging every day, the, all they do is put up videos, all BP, about the history of the game and history of the Yankees. And so, you know why you're there. Yeah. And so, you just you, you feel like you owe it to them because of the respect and because of the simple rules, and you just want to be better by default.
5: I just wanted to let you know the rules of odds on here no facial hair, Josh.
7: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot my jacket. I apologize. That's
4: yeah. Good. There's no jackets required. Now,
7: <laughs>
4: um, uh, if I had to shave again, man, wow, I'd retire. You talk again. about. You talk about Montas and yes, not sir. scoring runs and not yeah. winning games. How about for a guy like Carlos Rodon or Logan Webb? Rodon going today against the Dodgers, small dog yeah. plus a dollar thirty against Mitch White. But how frustrated it is as a pitcher when your defense is as bad as the Giants is or the White Sox is, and you have to get four outs more innings than not. You look at the Giants. Don't just count the errors. Count all the balls they don't get to. I mean, Lamont Wade kicks a ball for five, five, runs, runs, say five yeah. runs with two outs in the fifth. I mean, how frustrated yeah. is that for a guy like Radone, who's going to put some runners on himself because of the way he pitches with walks? And, and he
7: didn't get a contract, right? This was a one-year deal, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, I don't know, 100%. So uh, it's a little bit different in his situation because he's trying to get paid. He's trying to to get that longer-term deal. He pitched really well after, again, the White Sox let him go. Yeah, And it was a wake-up call. And now he got a one-year deal with the, the Giants, and he's showing us how good he can be. So it, there is that added pressure. I've been in that situation in some years. When I first, like, let's say when I first get to the Big leagues, I first get to AAA, there's no pressure. I'm just excited to be there. I'm having fun, do whatever you got to do. And then a few years later, you have pressure because of whatever you're trying to accomplish is completely different. So everybody's situation is different. And so there's not much that we, as starting pitchers, we really care, like, too much. We don't put too much into it. You don't score for me. There's only so much I can do. I try to be a better teammate. I try to have more fun. I try to have more fun in between uh, when the ball's being thrown around in the infield, et cetera. Uh, but the defensive thing is the one thing that we do allow it to get to us because then at this point I feel like I – Maybe I should strike out more people. Maybe I don't want to put this ball in play and it alters everything about us. So the defense is something that we, we can let affect us
4: big time. I want to get your opinion on two bets that I've advocated for. Haven't made yet in all honesty, because I don't have to make them today, but I, I support this move for your betting portfolio. I say you take Padres not to make the playoffs and Brewers not to make two separate bets. They're both plus $3 or better, depending on where you can get them. Your thoughts on that? Padres Uh, Brewers. Padres, plus $3, they don't make the playoffs. Brewers, plus $3, they don't make the playoffs. I don't think both of them make the playoffs in the National League.
5: I, I vehemently disagree with him. He disagrees because
4: he thinks the Phillies are out. He doesn't think the Phillies put pressure on either of those teams. It's tough. And no blah. hater now. Hey, something's wrong. I mean, how do you blow up like that? You Insulity. take him out of the equation. Insulity. Not only do I think they lose to the Cardinals, I think they could drift out of being being in the playoffs altogether. And even when
7: you're hurt, you still have, like, this competitive, you know, advantage because of your your your, your brain, right? Um when your brain goes, you're in big time trouble, and I think that's kind of like where Josh all of a sudden got to. We saw it with Lopez for the Orioles; it was a three game series. He blew, he didn't give a homer all year, and he gave back to back homers and mentally. And then he uh, he snapped back in rather quickly, which was cool. Um, the, the Phillies need Bryce back, and and they need to make a move. Like again, they c- you cannot have enough pitching, and I think that they should go get something. They have depth in this organization to trade with. Um, the Padres.
4: Padres are, are Musgrove or bust. Right. They have not gotten consistent out of your guy, UU. Are you impressed that they're 10 over still? S- but they built up such a big lead.
5: Okay. Uh, no, but you've got to give
4: them credit. They have no offense. They have Machado. all <laughs> right. And then they have to hope that Profar or Cronworth or some of these guys, they can string together in anywhere way. They get three hits. Or right. Hosmer suddenly regains the form he had in the first two months of the year. No. The bottom of that lineup is a bunch of AAA guys.
7: It, uh, okay, so somebody has to come out of the central. Where we at? Uh, somebody has to come out of the central. The Cardinals, to me.
4: I agree with Mike and on Flaherty's that. And Flaherty's still a big wild card, right? We yeah. don't know if he's going to... What about Peralta? When's he back? Uh, I don't know. That's, do. a, that's a major Want, play yeah, for that Peralta team. Peralta not the Brewers, being there right? is
7: huge, yeah. And so we, we don't think two is going to come out of there where they have 50 wins, 52 wins. Even the Giants have 48 and they're struggling, 49. Um, no one's running away. I think that's the one thing is no one in the National League is like... It's not like the AL East. No one's really running with it, so it... it, it It still gives both those teams a chance. All
4: right, when we come back, we'll break down the rest of today's games and one game tomorrow night in Atlanta where the male athlete of the 21st century takes the mound for the Angels. That's next, Odds On.
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: This weekend, root, root, root for your favorite Philadelphia and Chicago players with bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. During this weekend's Philadelphia-Chicago series, bet on any player to hit a home run and get that stake back if the player records a hit. Plus, every Saturday, bet $25 on a baseball same game parlay to get a, t- a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. Visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers online sportsbook app for the latest baseball odds, promotions, and boosts. Hit a home run with Bet Rivers this weekend. It's a whole new ballgame.
4: Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, continues with us. Amal wants to ask yeah. Josh a question about the. Um, The all-star break. I'm not sure why, but go ahead.
5: No, I wasn't about the all-star break. Josh, in terms of the pitchers, some of these guys are used to now for about two months being on a fixed rotation. Mm. Now you've got some guys having an extended number of days. How beneficial or detrimental is that to the pitcher? Because you always talk about routine and being so much involved in that. It's
7: crazy how, how mental everything is, right? So we have a 7.05 game, and I go out there to start stretching at 6.30, and then all of a sudden... Uh, I start my bullpen, and then the rain comes down. And then we're postponed for 40 minutes, and now I'm thrown off because I stretch at this time and I play catch. And next thing you know, I'm rattled uh, that the rain came and It it, it, it really does – it can alter you, right? And and it's so dumb because there's nothing you can do about it. With that said, uh, I don't want to go on six – uh, sorry, I don't want to go on seven days or eight days. Stop pushing me back. Don't skip me because I want to be on routine. And then you have the all-star break comes into play, and you have three days off because – uh, it's part of. It's just part of life. It's part of it, and so now you go on seven days, and you don't think about it because it is what it is, and so it doesn't affect you, right? So it's hard to answer because we're all so different in how we think, and some of us can can be mental midges, midgets, and some of us can be uh, mentally super tough, and 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 so learning learning these players as we're watching the seasons uh, and trying to pick up these type of little things as well become very important because some people don't don't like to break routine and some people realize that every now and again I can use an extra
4: day or two. It's 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 a good thing. If you were Sandy Alcantara, okay would you have would you have been hurt that you didn't get to start the All Star game. You had the best first half, but it was a sort of career tip of the hat in his home stadium to Clayton. Yes, sir. How would you feel about that?
7: Uh v- I'm very like happy. Yeah. It's Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Now do I think that CK probably should have made the all star team? I don't no. Uh, pool really? how
4: about hosts? Uh, right, and,
7: and that too, and, 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 and if that's something we're going to continue, yeah. um, don't just start like adding anybody. Make sure that we have legit Miguel Cabreras and our pools. Make sure somebody's retiring like a David Ortiz. Because don't just let's just not start throwing guys who have ten years in or something in the future if we don't have anybody else. Uh, but no, with with, with Sandy, I, it's it's such an honor. It's such a respect thing uh, for the guys that came ahead of us. For the appreciation for guys like Clayton Kershaw who. Are as good as they are, and future Hall of Famers that uh, you're. It's kind of like when when A Rod pushed Cal to shortstop.
4: Yeah, like you, you you feel good to be a part of that. I was so happy he came out there and put on a show in the second inning, though. He's so good. It, it, uh, it's it's amazing. He's so good, bro. Uh, division races. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you three divisions that I don't think the well. I think you're going to say the favorites not going to win any of them. Okay. In the East, the Mets are minus $1.90. the Braves are plus one fifty, Phillies are twenty five to one. NL Central: Brewers minus two ten, Cardinals plus one fifty. AL Central: Twins plus one ten, White Sox plus one twenty five, Guardians plus four fifty. Do those teams that are favored to win the Mets, Brewers, and Twins win any of those divisions? That's your odds right now heading into this second half.
1: I,
7: I want to say no on the central, looking at your sheet. I, I, again, I think the Cardinals are still the team. But the Cardinals, what are they, they, don't, like, how, they should have ran away with this. Like, they, should, they should have this major separation. And for whatever reason, they can't consistently like, win series. Take two out of three, right? Worst case, you go two and two in a four-game set. Like, what are they doing, and why haven't they created any separation? So that's the only thing that makes me nervous about the Cardinals. But, yeah, I like the Cardinals. Um,
4: I know you like the Braves to win the East. I,
7: I I do um it's and again it goes back to kind of like the cornels like why why do the Mets blow it every year and again different manager different uh, front office different people running the minor league, I understand but why why do the Mets always seem to not be
4: able to get it But you done, know right? Cone will spend money here right Again new owner right there's yeah. a lot of positive things
7: yeah. but until we see the Mets actually do something it's hard for me to cuz there that 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 the stigma's still there, right? But you do get Jacob back. Hopefully, you do got you have Max back. Your starting rotation is the best it's been in a very long time, and your bullpen uh, is very good. And everybody respects their rules, right? So yeah. they they definitely easily could walk away with this division. But I just. I think the Braves still might. What was the other
4: one? Last Thursday, I told them yeah. all the White Sox are going to win three out of four in Minnesota. They'll, they'll lose the Lance Lynn game, but this will propel them on to win the division. Despite everybody hating Larusa and telling everybody that'll listen they hate La Russa, this team's still too good not to win this division. They're three back. Yeah,
7: Three back. How is that possible, Amal? How is this team three back?
5: Hold on. Both of you, calm down. I'm going to answer your question.
7: Have you seen the Twinkies bullpen?
5: I could probably get a hit off of them. I mean, Minnesota can't get anybody out after the sixth inning. Look at – they could have buried the Guardians in that series – again, in that five-game yeah. series and then the four-game set in Minnesota had a lead in all nine games in the sixth inning or later, yeah. couldn't close, it, close the door. Lost um, five
4: well,
7: one-run games um, to the all. Guardians. Yes. They are uh, 500. They're three games back of the division, right? Yeah. Cleveland um, – uh, is doing what we thought Cleveland would do. I think they should be slightly better. I, 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 the best part about that team is they're starting pitching, and it really hasn't Bieber right. hasn't really been that good, right? Exactly.
4: But neither has Sack. Neither has right. Uh, uh, and Savali. That, they haven't been as good as they've been before. That tells you how good that team really
7: is, right? And then Minnesota, I didn't expect them to to be in division lead, but like, what what are they doing? You you guys have opened the door for the White Sox to take this. To, the White Sox have been the. Talked about, they've been made fun of, they've been god awful, and they're three out. Here's the other thing: they're nineteen and twenty-five at home. Yeah, that's the other thing that's surprising because
4: you're yelling fire, Tony. They got to listen to that every time. They're better to be on the how road. Do you,
7: how do you let this team be in this situation? Yeah. They're they're going to win this division.
5: Absolutely. Well, huge four-game set this weekend okay. with the Guardians.
7: I, I oh, think yeah, yeah. I, I think it would kind of,
5: potentially if somebody goes three and one, one of those teams going to be hurt what, what, is there, what
7: is their What is their How are they not winning at home? Strike a great city
5: because Ho- Jose Arab- Ar- Abreu. Abreu, yeah, I can't catch a regular ground ball and can't run the ball to first base without hey, dropping
4: it. If 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 tomorrow night you put me in the outfield for the Guardians, people wouldn't notice if you put me. The- <laughs> I'm as tall as they, all their outfielders are, and I have the same arm. Are I you mean, as fast? I can't. I can't. I'm oh, very fast. You are. Okay. I was a 200 meter champion in high school. Um, I know, maybe I, I might have put on some weight, but still, no, but I'm the, still there. The I'd have to, work. I'd have to get training. There. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. Like that's yeah, what that I mean. Is, your first, your first. I reaction see the ball constantly. well. I see the ball well. Yeah, I played play center, you right these field. Know, you're good. Own. Yeah. You need them out there.
4: I, I would need them out okay, for okay, distance. Well, they, you
7: know, they, make some
5: dope for ones distance. through yeah, they, yeah, yeah, They do. By the way, what's what's with the guys in the outfield wearing the shades on the hat, but don't pull them down? Then misplay the ball in the outfield when the sun's fully out at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, you,
7: you're acting like the shades like do something like they're supposed to like block the sun or something come on come on it's i look good that's all that matters <laughs> as long as i
4: look good hey there's a game going at twelve thirty this afternoon okay and, and about the first game of the doubleheader in oakland i've been fading scoobal to so, reach the freak right yeah but he's against the athletics and he's against this loge i guess you say the tigers are a dollar 45 on the road you take a shot with the a's at a plus price here
7: um what 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 happened? I thought the Tigers were going to be better. What happened to everybody?
4: Derrickson? Everybody said, oh, the Tigers are going to be awesome. They're going to, what walk, say, they're going going to, to threat what? Well, Derek, he's the worst guy to ask in the world. They're winning Derrick, the World Series every year. Every Michigan, world the Tigers, the Red Wings, every year. I
7: thought Terry to, uh, to Scruple was going to be better. Uh, I I loved the progression last year, and then he had some struggles early. Then he kind of cleaned it up for a little bit. Like his May was fantastic. You know, five earnings and thirty one innings, and then uh, twenty one. Earn runs the next month in the same my name like it just fell apart for him I, I want to root for this kid but I, I will listen when I go I'm giving up five runs or more in every other start like I, I can't trust him and this team's been awful Oakland obviously was what we thought Oakland would be and so how do you really handicap this game at this point I mean are we just are we just drawing a name out of a hat it's a tough one to, to bet it, it absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I thought agree. all
4: the games on the slate were tough to bet today. Well, Actually, you said you. we should have been on the Astros. I like well, I that. like one dog I today. today. I, I like the Who Giants.
5: Rodon pitching okay. against Mitch White. He's he he's been unbelievable. Okay. I mean, in terms of what he's been able to do, you look back on it, he has had one rough outing over his last nine starts where he gave up four runs at Arizona, and you factor in the ballpark there. What's the matter, Mike?
4: Was Tyler Anderson part of the All Star team for the National League? Why is he not starting tonight? Why would Mitch White get your first start off of a five-day break? I'm a big fan of keeping people on rotation. So you would go whoever was going to go Friday night would go. Shohei wouldn't have gone Friday. You'd have waited until next Wednesday with Shohei? Well, no, you start him tomorrow. Whoever, yeah,
7: who's ever on rotation and it's their day, that's who I would go unless the All-Star game altered something. And I do like, if you make the All-Star game, to the best of their ability, like these kids should pitch, and especially if it's your the, first
4: the one start. thing it worked out for is that Burns with Milwaukee, he gets to go for their first start tomorrow yeah, night. That, that's going to work out
5: well. DC, we'll see when he's he's yeah. been outstanding. Yeah. Uh, we were going to have Josh Towers in tomorrow. Unfortunately, he's not going to be able to make it. He's going to be in Atlanta rooting on Shohei.
4: He will be <laughs> fanboy. Hey, thanks. Hey. Thanks to Josh Towers for coming in, as always, and adding the levity this week. Remember, tomorrow, 10 a.m., if you're in Las Vegas, Nigel Seeley, one morning only, previewing the EPL and soccer fall seasons coming up. And he'll also join the show with Amal and I at 11.15 tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, betting across America.